You, monster, we've trekked a thousand miles across starless seas, blighted mires, and forests without end, all in seeking you to ask you a question. What are you looking for in an apartment? Would you be a good Cub Scout leader? Can I ride you, or would that be disrespectful? Should I invest in subterranean realty? Do you find it sexy when I T-pose and spin in a circle? Every episode of Finding Monster Right has us asking questions like these, about monsters from folklore, pop culture, and our own world. Join us as we meet alien allies, cryptic comrades, and friendly fiends. After all, it's not just a show about monsters, right? Right. Finding Monster Right. We found you, now you find us. On the inside, I am Earth. And on the outside, I am more Earth. Okay, you you know what you're about. I have been told that I am a solid guy. Oh, but, um... Hi, you're listening to The Gorgon Show, a podcast about being a monster in a human world. I'm your host, Penny Cephalonia, and I'm a Gorgon. You know, today's guest got me thinking about birthdays. Oh, I love singing the birthday song. Donuts! We actually eat cake for birthdays, Duncan. Cake donuts! I remember all the cute dresses that your parents dressed you up in for your birthday parties when you were little, Penny. They were so cute. I'm glad you liked them, Zappa, because I was never very comfortable in them. I also liked all the sunglasses your parents gave partygoers. Like, who knew safety could be so stylish? I enjoyed the birthday parties my parents threw for me, but they were also kind of stressful. I felt like the parties weren't so much for me as they were for my parents, since they really wanted to show how well we could fit into human society. I, I felt like I was on display. I remember them making you play all those human party games even though you didn't want to play them. All the human games, except pin the tail on the donkey, because my parents weren't about to blindfold all of you head snakes. But if they didn't, that would be cheating, because you could direct me to, well, the ass's ass. They wouldn't do the pinata thing either, and I'm over here like, hey, go ahead and blindfold us, if it means we get to hit stuff and get candy. I do appreciate all those parties, though. I, I did enjoy them. But nowadays, I just want to spend my birthdays with a few close friends who love cake. Cake donuts! And, and you know, I would love to have this episode's guests show up at my door on, on my birthday and, <laughs> and say, Happy birthday! That would be delightful. Something else that's delightful is our sponsors. Oh, um, hmm. It appears that our sponsor is my roommate, Sybil. Okay then, I'll give this a go. Want to know what the future holds? Want to have a sense of certainty in this uncertain world? Then learn to open your third eye from someone that actually has one. Sybil the Oracle is sharing the secrets of divination in an online course for humans and monsters. You'll learn how to communicate with the gods to gain the gift of foresight, how to interpret complex and confusing visions that doesn't actually sound so bad. Okay, good job, Sybil. Um, you'll learn how to find and make your own mind-altering drugs to foster divine communication, and also how to hide your gift while gambling or playing the stock market. Sybil! I really don't think we should be teaching people and monsters how to ingest or inhale possibly dangerous substances or cheetah cards. OK, 
Okay, I'm adding a disclaimer that The Gorgon Show is not liable for any damage you do to yourself by snorting glitter and asbestos and communicating with divine beings. Sybil, I've seen your future, and it's in the other room, because it's time to introduce our guest. Um, please welcome our guest, a golem. Welcome to The Gorgon Show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, yet another guest with an amazing voice. I really, really love listening to your voice. Thank you. I love having a voice. Oh, well, good, good for you. It's good that you have a voice since you are a guest on a podcast. Now, listeners, I just want to make something clear before we talk with our wonderful guest. This is a golem. This is not Gollum from Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, so I do enjoy that human's fantasy series. This is something completely different, and, and I believe you have just one personality. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Good to know. So, please, for any listeners, human or monster, who really aren't familiar with golems, could you please tell us, tell us about yourself? Um, yes, I am a golem. I was built to perform a task, and then I do the task. Oh, were were you born recently? No, I was not born. I was built. Built. Oh, could you tell us about that, please? I can only tell you about what happened after I was built. Oh, oh, I'm riveted. Please, go ahead. Well, first I did not exist. And then I existed. Oh, well... Huh. You know what? In a way, we all have a lot in common, then. That's pretty sure how all of us are birthed or built in some way or another. Okay, so, um, who built you? I was built a very long time ago by the head of our village. I was built to do work in the fields when people were too tired to do work in the fields or I would defend the village. So so that was your task. Is, is it ongoing? Because, well, you're still here, thankfully. I can keep going as long as I am able. Wow, that's... that you'd make a great advertisement for batteries. <laughs> what is a battery? Oh, Willem! We'll get into that later. Do, are you even aware of what a podcast is? I was told to come here and answer questions. That is my task. Oh, so you can do multiple tasks, it sounds like. You are a multitasker. Not at the same time. 
you know, that's actually healthy. We really should only focus on where we are in the moment. I am here in your studio in this moment. That, that is lovely. I really appreciate how you consider this closet a studio. So, so are you the only golem that has been built and exists now? How does this work? Anybody can make a golem if they know how. Oh, what kind of person would know how to do that? Or monster? I, I shouldn't assume that this is just a human thing. Primarily, leaders of groups of people. From what I understand, it is a secret. Oh, yeah, that that makes sense. I believe if it wasn't a secret, there'd just be golems everywhere. <laughs> I have seen a number of movies where that is the case. Oh, um, how did that work out for the characters in the movies? They fight and win. Well, I'm, I'm thinking maybe this should be less of a secret than this sounds delightful. <laughs> now, am, am I correct? And, and please, I apologize if, if this is overstepping, as my human friends would say. But am I correct in saying that, that you golems generally will work for the human population uh, that uh, subscribes to the, the Jewish religion. I'm not very big on human religions. I'm not as informed about them as I think I should be. But the, the Jewish people, is that right? I do not know about others, but the people who made me were once Jewish. Yeah, you said you um, were built a long time ago. Oh, and once again, forgive me if this is rude to ask. Are the people who built you, are they still... I mean, humans, they do have those short lifespans. Are they still around? No. I'm very sorry about that. Um, who... Then who cares for you? I cares for me. Oh, you are very self-sufficient and a hard worker. I, um, hmm, I'd, I'd like to be your friend. Hee <laughs> hee. Sorry, that was rude. I'm sure you have plenty of things to do to occupy your time and really don't need to burden yourself with, oh, I don't know, cleaning up our apartment. Anyway, um. Do you need your apartment cleaned? Yes, but that is a task that my roommate and myself really should do, and we should not have to build anyone to do it for us. I mean, maybe we well, could pay for a maid service. That wouldn't really kill us now, would it, Sybil? You are in luck. I have already been built. If you need a task done, I can do it. Oh, this is, this is very, very tempting. Thank you for the offer. So, so anyone can ask you to do a task, even if they're not who built you? Anybody can ask. I don't have to do it. 
good. You have some autonomy. You should live your best life. Good for you. I like to think that I am. You, you definitely are. Poke, poke. Yes, yes, you definitely exist sitting right across from me in this tiny closet. Oh, your, your skin is very, it's, well, hard. Not a euphemism. What what is your skin made of? I was built from the earth. Oh. Wow. And you don't remember what it was like before and you 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 are just living in the moment now. I was like I was wondering does that hurt to be built of the earth? Were you hurt when you were born? I do not remember, but my mother constantly reminds me of how much it hurt her. That sounds unfortunate. Oh, 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 this is, this is going places I never imagined, listeners. Um, so, um, what's a day in your life look like? Like before you came to Sybil's closet to record with me, what? What's a normal day in the life of a golem like? My day begins when the sun comes up. Then I perform my tasks, and when they are done, I wait. Wait for what? More tasks. Oh, so you never like, you know... Sleep in, take a weekend off, or anything like that? I have never needed to sleep. It is not something that I think that I can do. What if someone assigned you rest and relaxation as a task? Then I would rest and relax until I was rested and relaxed. Hmm. Okay, you know what? I might have a task for you at the end of this podcast then, because I feel like you've worked very hard in the time you have existed on this earth that you are made from. So, yeah, maybe you deserve to go. You said you've seen you've seen movies, so you do some leisure activities? When I go to the movies, it is because that is my task. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes a, a kind of sense. Have you ever read a book or watched television? I have read many books. And sometimes I've seen a television. Oh, well, what kind of books uh, do you... in? Well, I was going to ask, do you enjoy reading, but do you enjoy anything. Do you know what enjoyment is? I understand that it is something that people do when they don't necessarily have to do a task. Um, sure. We'll go with that. Okay. So, seriously, what kind of books do you, um, enjoy as much as you understand enjoyment? What kind of books did you enjoy reading? Very early on, I was told 
to read books. The books that I was told to read were historical. They wanted me to remember things. I remember many things, as I have read many books. Oh, it sounds like you've studied a lot of history then. Um, is, is there something that you were tasked to remember that you found interesting to you or, or that your task giver people, um, not quite sure how to phrase that in a way that's not insulting, um, that, that they really wanted you to remember? I remember having to remember everybody's birthday. It was very important for everybody to remember when they were born. So they told me and made sure that I would not forget. That is... that is very nice. Um, have you heard of, of smartphones or, or calendars? I'm kind of reluctant to ask. I know calendars. I know phones. What makes a phone a smartphone? Well, being able to remember birthdays and such. But you know what? I, I would rather have my birthday remembered by, well a golem so you're you're um you're you're still extremely necessary and that task is still very important i'm sorry i brought up smartphones they're actually not very smart at all they're extremely dumb then why do they get called smartphones because humans and and i'm sure you've interacted with many of them humans well they can be kind of fucked up sometimes I have noticed. Hmm. Oh, so you do have opinions. That is, you, you have your own mind. Even though you are given tasks to do, you still have your own thoughts. Is that right? Yes. Well, then... A task is a job, not a personality. Oh, that is extremely wise, and I know a lot of my human and monster friends could take that to heart. Um, so, what kind of tasks do you think most highly of? I mean, enjoyment seems to be kind of an odd concept for you, but what are some tasks that you look forward to doing or that give you a good, few good thoughts while you're doing them? Birthdays. You really do like those birthdays. Hmm. I do like birthdays. When it was somebody's birthday, I would show up at their house and knock on their door, and I would present them with a birthday greeting. Oh, well, um, did you sing? What was this greeting like? I would knock on the door. When the door was opened, if it was the person whose birthday it was, I would say, Happy Birthday! And if it was not the person whose birthday it was, I would continue to look for them. And then I would find them, and I would say, 
Happy birthday. So, so you you were created a long time ago. Um, do you still do the birthday task? Is that still one of your tasks? Yes. Okay. Um, do you know the human's birthday song? Or do you just say happy birthday and then turn around and leave? When it is somebody's birthday, I go to them and I say, Happy birthday. And and that, that is all. Was the task. Okay. Okay, that's delightful. I just uh I wonder if the people who give you tasks might want to, you know, jazz it up a little bit. Maybe have you do a dance or would, would that be something that would interest you? Maybe sing, show up with balloons, or are you happy just saying happy birthday? I could find balloons. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm just, just saying, you know, feel free to tell the people giving you these tasks to, you know, appeal to your creative side. Because I, I have a feeling that you might have one if you were tasked to have one. Oh my, this is fascinating. So what happens if you show up at a house and there are twins and they both have a birthday? Do you wish them each individually a happy birthday or do you do it all in one go? If there is more than one person who is having a birthday, I wish them a happy birthday. For twins, there is no exception. Though well, that that is lovely. It's good that that these people get the individual attention they have tasked you with. Okay. Um. So let's talk more about just. You as as an individual, um, do you, you don't need to sleep. Do you eat? No. Have you ever had a cup of coffee? No. Are you able to ingest uh, foods or liquids? No. Oh, well, that's a bummer because I would happily take you out for a cup of coffee after this interview if you were so interested. I mean, you have a mouth. Yes. Yeah. Do you have organs? What What are you like on the inside? Once again, pardon me if I'm overstepping. This is definitely okay. On the inside, I am earth. And on the outside, I am more earth. Okay. You, you know what you're about. I have been told... That I am a solid guy. Oh, um, have you ever been tasked with making a joke? Every once in a while, people have asked me to tell a joke. That, that, what you just said just now, could be considered a joke. That was, that was very funny. You're a solid guy. I am a solid guy. Yes, that is a fact, but it's also kind of, it's also kind of funny. If you say so. Okay, we'll just, we'll just go with that. Um, since you are made of earth, um, do you know any, hee <laughs> do you know any dirty jokes, hee <laughs> I see what you did there. I would assume that every joke that I tell is a Dirty joke. Oh, I love you more and more. You are a delight. 
never really imagined a, a golem as as a creature with humor. You you could do stand up. I <clears throat> I frequently stand up. <laughs> if you don't need to sleep, I can totally see that. Oh my goodness. So I have a, a little bit of a personal question. Um you are a golem that is made out of the earth. Um can other things be made into golems like, oh, I don't know, statues uh, that just appear out of nowhere that just happen to look like your neighbors? A golem is made in the moment. If it has been standing there for some time already, it is either a statue or a golem who has been tasked with standing still. Oh, so, so, huh. Well, next time there's an unexpected statue somewhere in my neighborhood, perhaps I can just let my other neighbors know that, oh, that's a golem that has been tasked with standing still. I'm going to put that one in my back pocket. Thank you very much. Hmm. If it helps you to identify us... We are made out of the earth. Okay, good good to know. Um, Carving is not the same as building. And statues made out of metal are usually not golems. Okay, good to know. And yes, stone is, is a little different than something made out of the clay of the earth like you. It's a slight difference in consistency, but maybe, you know, if I just put the right kind of paint on it, it could look more like clay. Oh, anyway, I'll think about that later. Um, so do you have any fears? Is there anything that scares you? And if so, what is your worst fear? I do not have any fears. I was built. I will be unbuilt. It is only a matter of time. Un unbuilt? What does that mean? Unbuilt is the opposite of built. Okay. That okay. is the significance of un. Oh, yeah, I am, I am familiar with that prefix. Okay, so, well, goodness, of course you don't have to share this with our listeners, but how does a golem get unbuilt? It is possible to unbuild a golem by changing the word that makes up a golem. Oh, is that the word on your forehead? That's not a language I recognize. That language is Hebrew. Okay. Well, of course, I don't want our listeners to know how to unbuild you. You are wonderful, and I like having you around. Thank you. I like being around. It's it's good to exist, isn't it? It can be good to exist if you allow yourself to like existing. Huh. Well then, you have such a wonderful way of putting things. Um, so that sounds like good advice to give our human and monster listeners. Just enjoy existing. I have been told that self-affirmation is key. Well, then, listeners, I am tasking you all to indulge in some self-affirmation, especially if you're having a rough day. 
Um, thank you so much, Golem. This has been fascinating, and I've learned so much, and I know our listeners have as well. Um, if you could, please, um, I know it's a little cramped, hee <laughs> in the closet here, but if you're comfortable... It is a very small room. Yes, that is exactly what a closet is. Unless you're very wealthy, then it's a very large room. I am not wealthy, um, despite all the support of our listeners. I do appreciate it. But um, if you could stick around, uh, I think somehow we're going to squeeze my roommate in here. Hey, Sybil. Uh, hi, roomie. Wow, it's very tight in here right now. Hello. Yes. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I bumped into you. I didn't mean to. That is okay. I take up a lot of space. You do. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Um, Sybil is going to do a, a horoscope. Um, are you familiar with what a horoscope is, Golem? No. Oh, then we get to educate you, just like you've educated our listeners. Um, All Sybil, right, this is a, a Golem. Hi, Golem. And, uh... Hello. Sybil's going to tell your futures after ingesting some stuff and... and doing her crazy bullshit nonsense. Anyway, go for it, Sybil. Yeah, so, okay, you don't know what a horoscope is. Are you familiar with birthdays? I am very familiar with birthdays. Oh, he's so familiar with birthdays, Sybil. You have no idea. Okay, perfect. So humans have come up with this system where they use the position of the stars during people's birthdays to try to uh, predict things that are going to happen based on other... Positions of the stars. Uh, I'm only just learning a little bit of actual astrology since we've been on hiatus because I've had a lot of astrology enthusiasts reaching out to me and telling me I'm doing it wrong. The way I do it... I understand that it is a very difficult science, especially it, to get accurate. Yeah. It's not That's not a science. Not a, It's all bullshit nonsense. Anyway. Well... I don't actually use the stars when I do my horoscope on this show. I call it a horoscope for convenience, but what I'm actually doing is using the zodiac signs, which are like the categories that, based on people's birthdays, uh, I use that to categorize our listeners. Because what I do is I get vision straight from the gods. So I don't need to use the stars. I know like humans had to come up with this whole thing because most of them don't get to just chat with Apollo regularly. So it does make things rather difficult when you have to try and find somebody who knows the answer. It's true. So it's nice because I just get them beamed straight to my brain. So it's it's made my life pretty chill, honestly. Uh, but hey, as a favor to Penny and to all of our listeners, I do the horoscope. So I basically check in with the gods. A favor? Oh, yeah. A favor, and really? I I ingest a substance that opens my mind so that I can receive visions in mass more easily. And basically, I just get a combo vision for all of a specific sign, all of our listeners of that zodiac sign at once and then i describe that it sounds very dangerous well i figure if i'm an, ever in actual danger i will get a vision that warns me so i'm not super worried so today's mind-altering substance uh i usually try to do something that's got some kind of poetry to it 
Uh, snorting the ashes of a lost masterpiece. Sorry about that, Penny. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, today I am, uh, I have gone around the house and I have just collected a bunch of dust from various surfaces like the blinds and the microwave because I realized most dust is actually human skin, right? So I'm going to be snorting no. us, right? Most dust is not humans. Most dust is dirt, like me. Oh, well, then I'm snorting your skin. Whatever works, really, as long as it's got some kind of connection to life. I'm a little bit concerned by this sudden twist of fate. You don't have to live with her. Oh. You are correct. Yeah, I mean, I usually see the twists of fate coming, so they're not so bad when you know they're coming. So anyway. I wish you saw the chore list and would dust not just to ingest things. Anyway, horoscope time. Sorry. Hey, no worries. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. So, Golem, I was wondering, do you have a sign? Do you happen to know, well, when was your birthday? I was told that I was built during the time when Nashira was in the sky. Nashira. Okay, let me snort some dust real quick. Uh, Oh, that helps. uh, Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a very strong Capricorn vibe. So I'm going to decree that you are Capricorn for the purposes of this horoscope golem. All right. In honor of our guest, as always, I'm going to start with the guest sign. And so Capricorn, I am getting the collective vision of all of our Capricorn listeners right now. I see... A flying saucer over a rainbow. And a lot of people are looking up at the flying saucer as if it's offering some kind of answers. I don't think it actually is. Listeners, be on the lookout. Don't trust flying saucers. This is very good advice. Yeah. Yeah, most of it is. No. All right. So... That's it for Capricorn. Let's see. Next up, I'm going to see the futures of all of our Aquarius listeners. Aquarius, I see a lovely street in a city, and it looks like it has cobblestones, and it's raining, and I see a lot of people with umbrellas, and it just it feels very peaceful, and uh, I, I just have this very strong feeling that's coming with the vision of a time of, of retreat and creativity, like someone is spending time in a city just to stay cozy and comfortable on the inside during the rain. So enjoy that, Aquarius. Pisces. Oh, in your future, I am seeing a volcano, but all of the lava is like pink and purple and very psychedelic. What the fuck? I don't, know. I don't know. That sounded like it was a delightful vision. Yeah, I mean, I bet you do like lava. It is of the earth, right? And this is an unexpected greeting from the earth. Let's just call it that. A, a volcano eruption is an unexpected hello from the earth. That is I, no. I don't think that's true. No. You should be careful around lava. Yeah. I'm glad you know that, Golem, because I'm I'm assuming that there is there is such a thing as too hot for you. That's that is if true. If I get too close to lava, I will bake. 
and solidify. Oh, that would be rude. That would be unfortunate. Well, I, I want to clarify, though, that this is probably not a literal volcano. Uh, most of the time, because I'm getting the collective visions of a bunch of people at once, most of those people my vision is going to be metaphorical for. So there may be a volcano somewhere in the world that is about to erupt. You know, if you live on a volcano, be careful. But for most people, I think this is metaphorical. So I was just offering up a possible interpretation. So that's usually what I do when I say something about the Earth saying hello or something like that. A good interpretation of a volcano is to avoid the lava. Oh, yeah, I'm with you there. That is true. All right, Aries. Aries, this looks kind of like the same city street I was seeing a minute ago, but it's nighttime, and I see the silhouette of someone, and they're outside a door, and they're hesitating, like they're nervous about knocking. Aries, are you hesitating about something? Are you afraid to put yourself out there? Don't be. The feeling I'm getting from this vision is that you should go ahead and knock. Even if it goes horribly, you'll probably still be glad you did it. And it might be someone's birthday. Yeah, It might be someone's birthday. Knock and say happy birthday. It's true. You never know. Taurus. Taurus. Oh, your future is... I'm seeing a desert. It's really, really picturesque. Like, uh, you know... When you have a movie and they do like the scenery porn where they're just flying a helicopter around getting really cool shots of landscape. This is what I am seeing, but of a desert and there are some rock formations and it's very pretty, but it is a little desolate. So Taurus, I would guess that my interpretation for those of you that this is metaphorical for, probably your week or month is going to consist of something that is aesthetically pleasing, but maybe a little lonely. So brace yourself for that, Taurus. Oh, that's a little sad. But at least they're not on fire. Golem, a lot of our predictions involve things on fire. It's a delight. It does happen sometimes. Sometimes things are on fire, though. So that's, you know, how seeing the future works. Gemini. Gemini, I see a shipwreck on the shore beside a sea of blood. What? Oh, no. Okay, that's probably not good. Cancer. Cancer, there is a lot of fog in this vision. So give me a minute to kind of see past it and try to make out some of these shapes. I see a lot of statues in this fog and a lot of lights. Oh, no. And... It's, I don't know, this is very mysterious, so... It could be a gathering of golems, or commonly referred to an avalanche. Well, Cancer, yeah, maybe maybe that's what it means. Maybe you're going to be caught in an avalanche, or maybe you're a golem and you're going to hang out with your friends, or maybe it means, I mean... Golems are very work-oriented, so maybe this is something about having a hard time seeing the future of your work. Cancer, this could mean a lot of things. It's kind of hard to say. And also maybe cancer, maybe if you see someone that is wearing like a wig that maybe looks like snakes, maybe maybe don't make eye contact with them. Just saying. Yeah, that's generally good advice, cancer. Very good advice. Next up is 
Leo. Leo, I am seeing a face. Actually, it's just a mouth. I don't think it has the rest of the features on this face. It's just a floating mouth and lots of glitter everywhere. Um, I think the mouth just threw it up. So it's at least sparkly. Virgo, I see a lovely courtyard with a vegetable garden. This looks very practical, but still really pretty. So Virgo, I feel like you've got it all. Yeah, much better than vomit glitter mouth. Worst rave ever, Sybil. Worst or best? Worst. Well. Top seven. Golem, I think we need to go partying together at some point. I think that would be really fun. Clearly, we have similar taste in raves. All right, Libra. Libra, I see a kind of a crumpled paper. I don't know if it's newspaper or butcher paper or whatever. I hope it's butcher paper because there is something bleeding on it, like a, a little organ. I can't quite identify it. Um, so... I don't know, maybe you're going to be experimenting with heruspicy, which is that uh, way of seeing the future by, you know, entrails. Um, if you are, let me know, because I've been experimenting with that myself, and we can compare notes. What? What? Where? Where? Is that why the kitchen is in the state it's in? Sybil, damn it. I told you I was going to be experimenting with other methods of divination. Okay, didn't know they would involve entrails. Okay. Depending on how fresh the entrails are will change how truthful and accurate the vision is. Yeah, I always try to stick with the freshest possible entrails that I can get without actually killing a goat in our kitchen. But, I mean, it's called experimenting. I'll test things out and see what works so um, if you are trying to answer a question with an old answer you will want old entrails that is a very good point so yeah i guess it would be question dependent i'll have to keep that in okay, mind okay now Thank you, Golan. now i know what that smell is it, oh no simple do this elsewhere please i mean i don't know where else you want me to go we live in an apartment <sighs> Golem, I was going to ask, um, you know, if you needed a roommate or anything, but it seems you know a lot about entrails too, so so maybe not. I'll just stick with the devil I know. Always a good plan. I am a golem, not a devil. Okay, that we'll we'll, we'll um, explain that human phrase later. Anyway, continue on, Sybil, so you can get to the kitchen and clean up the entrails. Next up is Scorpio. Scorpio, I see a really big building under construction. There's lots of scaffolding. And yes, Penny, it is on fire. So. Oh, yay. Yeah, I think this also may be somewhere near that volcano because it looks like the sky has a lot of ash in it. Like uh, just, yeah, it it's kind of blocking out the sun a bit. So it's a little apocalyptic looking Scorpio. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that your world is going to be ending literally, Scorpio, but, you know, probably not good news. I wish my world would end right now so I wouldn't have to listen to this. Anyway, next. Only one left is Sagittarius. Yay. Sagittarius, I am seeing at the bottom of possibly the ocean or maybe just a really, really deep pool. Uh, and the water is all pink, so that's kind of cool. There's a giant dog that seems to be sleeping pretty comfortably. So, I don't know. I'm getting kind of 
I can't see the whole dog because it's really, really big. So I'm kind of wondering if this is former guest Cerberus or a relative of theirs. Uh, bottom of the ocean feels very hard to live there for a dog. So probably something supernatural. Yeah, probably. that That's the only thing that makes sense. If it is Cerberus, uh, Sagittarius, uh, sorry. It's probably not good news either. Not a lot of good news today. Yeah. Watch out for, like, hell fleas if it is Cerberus, okay? Yeah. They might be on fire. Um, well, thank you, as always, Sybil. Now, um, feel free to go elsewhere and clean up entrails. It is really tight in here, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna slip out while you finish up. All right, bye! Yeah, yes, yes. Right, and this, go ahead. Thank, oh, ahead. thank you. Thank you, you're very polite. Bye. Thank, thank you. Um, so, yeah... Golem boy, if I had a task to give you, it would be to clean up the entrails that my roommate has been stirring about the kitchen. Um, I will go and do this task. No, 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 no. I want her to do it. Um, she's responsible for it, but but thank you anyway. So I was just joking. That is not a task. If I did ever task you with anything, it would be to, if you ever see a Nazi, to punch one. I have done this. You've punched Nazis? Yes. Oh, was it as wonderful as I think it would be? They are very squishy and brittle at the same time. Oh, delightful. Thank you so much, Golem, for... for Scrunching into this closet and and being such a, a wonderful guest, I I really knew very little about golems, but I feel like I have been informed, and I hope our listeners have been as well. And nothing but respect for you and your completion of tasks. Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me in your studio. I know <laughs> that it was a tight fit, but we made it. Work. Yes, and it is all about work. Your task is completed. Thank you so much. The Gorgon Show with me, Penny Cephalonia, is a proud member of the Faustian Nonsense Network. You can find us on Twitter at, at Gorgon Show or email us with questions and comments at Gorgon Show at FaustianNonsense.com. All music in The Gorgon Show is by TJ, the Empathic Vampire. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. Sound editing is now done by Sir Kai, formerly of the Round Table. Thank you for listening to The Gorgon Show. We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense and hear me thanking you after our original episodes. Thank you to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Jules T., Parker, Alec LB, Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., K.S., and our newest patrons at this tier, Yoshiko A., and Shadow Reaper. And especially thank you to our patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier, Emily C., Eben R.T., Guy Z., Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S., Thank you so much. Without you, this would not be possible.